What's up everybody, this is DL and welcome back to View from the L. It's been about a, a little over a month since the first and only other episode of the show. I apologize. When uh, ever I would try to record, it was like I lived on, along an airport's runway. Just nothing but airplanes flying closely overhead. They have already started and hopefully... Now that my window's closed because summer is over, I'm not picking up all that background noise. Unlike a lot of people, I like riding public transportation. Yeah, it can be late. It can have like delays due to traffic or track construction. Uh, waiting for it out in the snow and rain can suck. Um, sometimes there's loud people well, a lot lately there are loud people on their cell phones creeps and strangers who just want to have a conversation with you anybody else got that problem that people just come up and talk to you i don't know sometimes i have to put on my resting l face and make them leave me alone yeah they're uh homeless people which i know they need places to go but it's rather sad seeing them there too Oh, teenagers. Teenagers are the worst. I, I didn't like teenagers when I was one. So hearing them talking, jockey to be the loudest. Like the loudest is the most dominant. <sighs> but even with all that, the train can be fun. You still get a great view of the city, unless you're in the subways. You get to see genuine interaction with people occasionally the act of kindness that can always be reassuring and also it beats driving traffic is awful i would rather be on my bicycle but anything beats driving in my book i I hate being a passenger in a car sometimes a lot of times not just because of the traffic but sometimes the driver as well I'm sitting there pressing the invisible brake over on my side like, slow the fuck down. (laughs) Hit me up with some of your personal public transportation horror stories and stories of positivity. I'd really like to hear them. Every therapist I've ever had have all told me one thing that I always go, "Uh, do I have to? And that's that I should talk to my friends and family. Personally, I don't like doing it. Partly it's because I don't want to be a burden on my friends and family. Don't, I don't want them to worry about me. I'm like, no, I'll be fine. Nope, nope, nope. Everything's good. Don't worry about it. And partly it's that it's tough talking about it. It took me a while to be able to speak to my first therapist. Um, I had therapists I weren't, I wasn't comfortable talking to. So telling a loved one some of these things that mm, that 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 could be kind of rough. <laughs> I don't want to make them worry, but sometimes they have a this rare gift that makes your whole condition worse. They'll give you the 
lines like you just need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps or you need a kick in the rear. Oh, it's all in your head. There's a lot of people who have it worse than you. Why are you being like this? What do you have to be depressed about? <sighs> yeah. Then they'll say the ones what they think are helping. Oh, we all get depressed sometimes and... Oh, you don't look depressed. And as a black person... <laughs> black people and mental illness, that will be a whole other episode. Oh, I can talk about that for like a half an hour. <laughs> but I won't even on that episode. But uh, they'll give you some stuff like... You need to stop eating dairy and go back to church. I'm like, what the fuck does that got to do with anything? <laughs> and also... I hate church. <laughs> I like looking at churches. They're beautiful. Sitting in a sermon? Nobody. There's a reason I'm called the Heliot. I, I, no. Uh, me and religion fell away a long time ago. But back to talking it out. You also get those who hijack the conversation and make everything about them. Either you're blaming them or they feel that they're you hanging out with them isn't making you feel better and that's an insult to them I know right how did this become about them um <laughs> or then they'll start into their mental issues so now you're carrying the weight of two people you have you're sitting there feeling bad and now you have to hold someone else's hand it can be kind of reassuring if it's the right person but sometimes you can't get a word in edgewise it yeah that has happened a few times and i'm like whoa you told me to i can talk to you and i go to talk to you and now i'm listening <laughs> how did we get here okay yeah i feel invalidated and un unimportant right now and this is why I didn't want to do this shit in the first place. I can laugh about it now. These all happened. Wow. Okay, maybe 14 years ago. The whole depression coming out. Can you throw a party for that? Depression coming out parties? Black balloons and emo music? Ugh, no, no, not emo music. No, a lot of Mazzy Star and shit like that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Everyone just leave feeling awful. <laughs> um, another thing about um, uh, I want to say about uh talking about depression with other black people is they will sometimes play the race card on you real hard. You're a black man with a good job in an apartment. What do you have to be depressed about? Or do you know what your ancestors went through, and now you're sitting here. Whining because you don't feel happy. It's up to you to be happy. They fought hard enough so you can have the right to be happy. And I'm like, well, what the... F what? So now you feel guilty for feeling bad. <laughs> and that just compounds things. Uh, I have a, a Salvadorian friend who is bipolar. And when she was diagnosed... And her family told all the, their relatives, they stopped letting their children around her. She was 
about 22 at the time, and all her younger nieces, nephews, and cousins weren't allowed to be around her because they thought that she would hurt them in some way. She wouldn't. Anybody who knows her knows she knows she wouldn't. She couldn't hurt anyone. <laughs> uh, but telling people that you deal with depression and mental illness, they automatically go, oh, you're crazy. Oh, you can snap at any time. Yeah, that's another problem. The stigma of mental illness. It's enough just to make you want to just climb up, crawl into a shell and stay there. But of course, that's unhealthy. So you have to go to therapy, talk it out, make sure those close to you know what you're going through. And maybe we should start suggesting books to them and seminars on how to <laughs> deal with a person living with a mental illness or health condition. <laughs> I think a big part of me really wanting to talk it out with friends and family is so they can get an understanding of where I am. Hey, I didn't come to the barbecue because I wasn't feeling well. This is why. But of course, then now they don't understand because it's, well, come out. We'll make sure you have a good time. I'm like, you're not responsible <laughs> for my... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, you, it's not in your control. I'm sorry, this is just going to happen. And after enough rejections and bad conversations, you just not only feel bad, but alone. And that's really the worst part. You want to talk to them about it just so they understand but then when you do, you get isolated and you're just stuck feeling alone in all these horrible other emotions. But luckily for me, I have a really great circle of friends I've met over the, over the last few years. And some of my older friends have matured, um, many of which found out they have issues as well. Um, that they have to work through, and I guess it comes from age. Uh, yeah, I guess there is an advantage of being in your 40s. <laughs> we do get more understanding. It's not so much stigmatized today than it was 10 years ago. So, yeah, that's a positive. And I would personally like to thank everyone who's... Uh, Answered all my phone calls and text and whatever when I was feeling low and helped pull me back up. I, I really appreciate it and love you guys. Oh shit, it's my jam.
was Long Lonely Winter by artist Denny Lee from the album Right On. Uh, it is the solo album from Jenny Lee Lindbergh, uh, the bass player for the group Warpaint, one of my favorite bands. Uh, she released the album Right On before their current album, and I love this entire album. Uh, the song Long Lonely Winter jumped out at me first, also Boom Boom was a really great song. Bully, he's so fresh. Offering was a <laughs> Offerings was a really jumping song. Um yeah, it was 10 tracks of just amazing bass grooves. I was really disappointed cuz they announced a concert and she was supposed to play the empty bottle and I was really excited and then the concert got canceled. And I was what? God dang it. Um, but a couple of weeks after that, a new War Paint tour was announced. So I've seen that band like four times. The only band I've seen more, the only artist I've seen more is Ozzy Osbourne from going to Ozfest. And that was three times of Ozzy and twice with Black Sabbath. 
hey, when Ozzy Osbourne on his game, he's great. When he isn't, it's really kind of sad. Um, but yeah, I played Long Lonely Winter for reasons. <laughs> Hope you liked it. On on the second uh, L's Traveling playlist, I will add uh, two or three other songs. Yeah, I'm going to add Boom Boom and Offerings to the playlist. Definitely. Two songs you should hear. An album you should hear. Right On by Jenny Lee. I'm, I'm really tripping that this album didn't blow up more. Baseball season is over. Congratulations to the Houston Astros for winning the World Series. I'm just happy the Cubs didn't win. Yes, I'm a Chicagoan and that's bad, but... (laughs) I live close to Wrigley Field and Cub fans are the worst. And what makes them the worst is that they're all from the... All the ones around Wrigley are from the suburbs. I call them the the suburbanist Cub fandiest. Like, they're a plague of, like, locusts that come into the city and just destroy everything, whiz on everything. If the Cubs lose, they're all disgruntled and wanting to fight. They'll get on public transportation and block the doors, not going to take a seat because, you know, they don't want to sit next to, you know, black people but <laughs> and Latinos and other bus people and train people, but they'll just hover at the door so people can't get into the trains and buses. There's plenty of seats, there's plenty of room, but they will not get out of the way. It's like they are these entitled monsters. And Cub fans that live in the city, I have no problem with. They know how to get to the stadium, watch their game, go to the bar afterwards. Yeah, they'll do their dumb stuff too. But the suburban ones with their entitlement and just brazen assholery. Yeah, I'm happy the Cubs lost. Nah, 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 nah. You are the same people that wanted us to get the Olympics. Chicago, get the Olympics? A place built on corruption? It'll be worse than Atlanta. <laughs> It'll be worse than Brazil. Mm, probably not. We wouldn't have flesh-eating bacteria in the waters where the, that they have to boat through. Ugh. I would like to thank everyone who listened to the Inept Supervillains Halloween special. It is our most listened to episode. This is like double what we usually get. I was like, holy smoke. Um, It was a fun episode where we didn't talk about anything too serious. Told some ghost stories of our own. It was a really good time. And I also, I'm really happy I did not see anyone dressed as Pennywise the Clown this Halloween. I didn't see really any clowns this Halloween. It was a great Halloween for me. I am a cobraphobe to the extreme and if every clown can go away forever, I'd be much happier. (laughs) I could go back to circuses, uh, no, I'm not going to traveling carnivals, carnies. Um, (laughs) yes, Clowns are evil. Horrifically evil creatures that you should avoid if you know what's good for you. 
I don't know why people find those things amusing or that people find them terrifying, that they find it amusing. Don't you know evil when you see it? I've looked into the eyes of the devil and his name was Ronald. I saw Thor Ragnarok two days ago. Holy smokes, that movie was great from beginning to end. Jeff Goldblum <laughs> was just amazing every time he's on the screen. He's Jeff Goldblum. He's amazing every time he's on a screen. Period. <laughs> but um, I believe a young lady named Tessa Thompson played a great character. Helmsworth comedic chops <laughs> were pretty right on. Um, if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, see it. It is one of the best, most enjoyable Marvel movies. It's exciting as an Avenger movie and had all the fun of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I am really looking forward to Infinity War, but I'm not jumping the gun. Black Panther is next. It is so hard to avoid spoilers for anything. Man, I had to close my eyes during the Black Panther trailer during Thor uh, because it's the latest one. I've only seen the first one. After that, I don't read any articles of speculation or interviews. Uh, I don't. I try to block out everything I can. The flood of Star Wars spoilers and images are now flooding my Instagram, Facebook news feed. <sighs> it's gonna be tough. Oh, Justice League. I watch everything that about that that comes out. I think that movie may will at best be I, and that's if Josh Whedon Josh Whedon can salvage the foundation built by Zack Snyder. I know why Snyder left the project, and my heart goes out to him, but he can't tell an original story. <sighs> All right, that's it. I got to end the show before the airplane start. <laughs> they should be starting any minute now. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the L's Traveling Playlist. It will be a diverse playlist of music. Uh, some rap with profanity and some heavy metal. Some Maybe some like yacht rock. You'll never know what's going to pop up on the L's Traveling Playlist. Thanks for listening to View from the L. This has been the L. Take care and watch the closing doors. <laughs>